Hi, I'm Kirsten Leo, and this is the Light Path Podcast, brought to you by thelightpathcollective.com. I am passionate about exploring energetic practices, spiritual principles, healing modalities, and connecting to the experience and wisdom of others to illuminate our paths and live at our greatest capacity for abundance, worthiness, and love. Have you ever wondered why people work so closely with the full moon and what impact the full moon really does have on us mentally, emotionally, and definitely energetically? Well, I gotcha. I'm here discussing some of the secrets of the full moon and how you can harness its energy, its power, its majesty, and its magic to enhance your life. Hello and welcome to this episode of the podcast where I am here to share with you all of the secrets of La Luna when she is at her fullest. So to break down the energy of the full moon and why it is that we work with it. So I think the full moon, uh, everyone notices a full moon. Yes, A, it's beautiful. But I think a lot of um, people know that the full moon is always a pretty intense energetic time. And, you know, ask any teacher, ask any nurse in an emergency department, they will know when the moon is full because we're all a little amplified because the light and the energy of La Luna is really super bright. Many of you know that working with the moon and her phases are absolutely my cornerstone spiritual practice. Um, Yes, I've always been fascinated by the moon. I love it. But it wasn't until I really understood the cycles of the moon and the energy with, with each of these cycles and what they held that I could sense that there was going to be something so amazing about aligning with the energy of each cycle and working with it. I just think it's so magical. It's so reliable because these cycles happen every 29 or so days. Um, It's so reassuring, I find, to see something in nature go through its cyclical cycles to feel it energetically to remind myself that yes I am this spiritual soul having this human experience and so I'm going to work with the flows and the ebbs of nature and especially as someone who lives in the middle of a city that I may not get to do that in other ways in terms of you know harvesting or working the land or maybe even eating seasonally Um, you know, I kind of eat, yes, what's available in Woolworths, but also, you know, it's not as attached to Mother Earth as it could be. So to me, being attached to the moon really grounds me, ironically, to the earth, because it really reminds me that we do work in cycles. We are part of nature. And to deny that, or to sit in our head, in our mental capacity, or in our heart, or just in our spiritual capacity, is never going to work. We need to honor the fact that we are this intrinsic, beautiful part of nature. And by doing this, I have—I know within myself how much more profoundly that I'm able to really gather and harness the gifts that are always swirling around us to help 
um, us along our lives because ultimately we are the creators of our lives. And I believe that like, why wouldn't we create in a way that's in sync with the natural order of the universe? You know, so for example, really basic example, at the full moon, it's all about releasing. So if I'm not aware of that or I'm denying that kind of energetic reality that every single one of us is a part of and I start to intend things at a full moon, that is literally like planting seeds in ice like we know it's just not going to work because the energy and the vibration are not supportive of that and I know a lot of you are aware of the full moon even if you don't work with it yet because it feels strong like the energy of a full moon is strong and it can sometimes feel overpowering and so working with it actually allows us to harness that power instead of of being overcome by it. So a quick rundown to let you know where the full moon lies within a lunar cycle. So a lunar cycle takes around roughly 29 and a half days to complete and it's split, split into two phases. So it's split into a waxing phase and a waning phase of the moon. So how it goes is we have a new moon and then the, a new moon is like the darkest time because the sun, um, the moon is in between the sun and the earth. So we can't read like this. The moon isn't illuminated. So after that is the, the, you know, the universe does its things and we all move around our axes on this beautiful solar system. The moon then to us on earth begins to appear to wax or to grow in size. So we have the waxing crescent moon, the first quarter moon, and the waxing gibbous moon. So they're the three phases post the new moon that then culminate or peak at the full moon. So the waxing moon phase is when the light of the moon or what we can see of the moon gradually over you know half of those 29.5 days roughly it's half the cycle um, really begins to really slowly expand and grow and it's almost like energy is ramping up so at the new moon we plant seeds of intent and then we move into the waxing phase of the moon And so once we do that, the first moon we hit is the waxing crescent phase of the moon. And this is a beautiful phase of the moon under which we've just planted the seeds of intent. And as you would know with the moon membership, when we hit that waxing phase of the moon, so the first being the waxing crescent phase of the moon, it's time to get going. (laughs) So in our um, workbook for our full and new moon, you'll see that the waxing um, crescent phase of the moon, I always coin it as move forward. So this is a great time. It's just post the new moon. It's time to take action on anything you need to do 
that you intended for at the new moon. So when you set your intention, then bang, it's time to go. Let's go. Let's move forward. As this energy builds, let's start taking some inspired action. And then for a day, roughly, the moon will hit first quarter moon phase. And this is a time to check in with yourself to stay focused on these actions. Like over the last week, because roughly it's about a week, have you let, you know, old habits creep in? Have you maybe not been aligning your thoughts? Have you let maybe some actions that you've taken, you know, drop off a bit or wane a bit? And then we hit the beautiful phase right before the full moon called the waxing gibbous phase. So when you hit that waxing gibbous phase of the moon, the moon is getting bigger and bigger and this is a great time to reflect. So we'd set seeds of intent, we've taken action on it, we've stopped to think, wait a minute, am I on track? And now it's time before the full moon where we do a release ceremony It's a time to reflect and go, okay, what obstacles have I come across? What is being exposed to me now as the light of the moon is getting a lot brighter? What has been exposed to me that maybe I need to clear because it's blocking me from fully actioning and embracing the things I need to embrace, whether they be actions, perceptions, emotional shifts, whatever it is, that are blocking me from the intentions that I have staken my claim to or planted as the seeds of intent. And then we hit the full moon. So the full moon is an extremely significant opportunity during the lunar cycle. I would say it's a peak moment, but then so is the new moon in a different energy, in a different way. So physically, the moon is full when the sun and the moon sit directly opposite each other in relation to the earth. So because of this opposition, basically the sun is shining all its light onto the moon. So on earth, we see it at its fullest brightest expression of itself and really the full moon actually marks the halfway point during the 29 and a half rough days of the lunar cycle so energetically speaking it's because of the opposition with the sun and the illumination of the moon that we feel it so intensely. It's like it's here. It is shining its beams of light on what it is we are being required to shift, to change, to transform, and to release. It's like you can't hide under the light, right? So when we turn on the light, Everything that was dark is now exposed. So energetically, this is what it's doing for us. So when it was darker in that new moon phase, we said, okay, this is what I intend to do. And then the full moon will come along and be like, well, are you doing it? How are you stopping yourself? How are you preventing yourself? What needs to go? So we feel this intensity 
because of the light and because we need it. We need it to keep us on track. We need it to almost like, I feel like the full moon is a bit like dad energy. It keeps us accountable. But what it really holds is this intense potential for us to heal and for us to transform in huge ways. When the moon is full, our emotions run high. So our emotions are just energy in motion. So if the light is being shone, it's like, oh, okay, I'm going to feel everything and I need to feel it so I can notice it. So then I can make really clear, conscious, aligned choices with what I'm going to do with it. So it's really important for us to balance our physical and our spiritual self so that there isn't tension, so there isn't opposition within ourselves. And we can allow the light of the full moon to really cleanse us and to, to help us let go of what it is that we're holding on to or what it is that is potentially holding us back. So our subconscious absolutely definitely feels this illumination and the effect of that. Uh, Some physical aspects of it, you may notice that you're having heightened emotions, like quick to anger or quick to um, emote in terms of crying. You may notice your dreams are a lot more vivid. So here our subconscious is on overdrive trying to process reform, shift, change, make us aware of things. Your thought processes are probably going to be on overdrive and your intuition is also peaking here because it's like it knows, like your intuitive body knows what is right for you. It's just our mental mind that really attempts to block it. This is why Claire and I from The Collective are offering regular intuition workshops for us to sit, to practice, and to develop our intuition so that we can use it really effectively. And trust me, the the skill that we're all going to need going forward, especially in the age of Aquarius, is our intuition. So there's an option for you there to help you with that. So traditionally, as you know, well, you may not know, but the full moon is really a time of letting go, of releasing It's a time of like clearing out. And then after this, there is the waning phase, but we'll go into that when we talk about the new moon, maybe on another podcast. So this time potentially has a lot um, of strain or it can take its toll on us physically because basically as the light gets shone upon everything that's going on, I think what we really see is this opposing balance in within us of our yin and yang energy. So yin being our female, our yang being our male. And it's really amplified in our subconscious state. And so it intensifies our feeling and we can often feel tired, overwhelmed, drained or notice that we may be more in our masculine or more in our feminine and it calls us back into balance. So during a full moon, rest is really, really important to allow us to observe what's going on. If we just keep ourselves super busy and super distracted, 
then we are in complete denial of what this illumination is trying to show up for us. And we're just kind of steamrolling over it. And as we know, that can only last for so long before the lessons need to become so clear and so obvious that we can't avoid them. Often that might come in the form of shock occurrences in our lives or sickness or stuff like that. And we don't want to get to that point. We want to work with, you know, just keep keeping the housekeeping up. It's like if you don't clean your house for a month, when you go to clean it, it's a huge job. But if every day you're just sweeping the floors, every day you're doing a little bit, then you don't even feel like you're like cleaning your house is a chore. It's just something that you do. This is why I work with the moon. So I don't feel like these big emotional waves or these big energetic clearing outs that I need to do all the time because I'm constantly doing it. It's just part of my spiritual practice. It's part of my self-care routine. It's actually a really sacred part of my spirituality. During a full moon, you're going to need a lot of patience with yourself and a lot of patience with others. Because keep in mind, we are all, A, we are all connected. But also we are all living under the same sky. Every single person on this universe is in the same energetic and electric field. So it affects us all. So, you know, it's really important to remember that if you're struggling or you're dealing with stuff, guess what? So is everybody else. So yes, be kind to yourself, of course, but also maybe during a full moon, it's important to realize that having a little bit of extra patience for others is going to be really helpful and really dynamic. So there are many practices that can enhance, you know, your experience of the full moon and many ways to work with it. And how I outline it every full moon in the moon membership is basically through a ritual. So the first part of the moon membership, you get a written synopsis of that full moon at the time and you also get a podcast style recording of that and basically what I'm doing there is sharing with you yes the energy of that particular full moon and the lead up to that but I'm also taking into consideration any kind of major players that are moving in our sky so the planetary alignments the phases that they're in, asteroids, certain stars that might be massively affecting the energy, the house or the astro- astrological sign that's influencing that moon. All of that is discussed there so you can understand the particular flavor, the particular task, the particular focus of that full moon. Because it's not the full moon does the same thing every month, but it does it in a different way. And so if we were aware of that and we work with it in that way, then our work, again, is just going to be so much more aligned and so much more effective. So how I celebrate or work with a full moon is through a full moon ritual. Again, this will be outlined for every full moon in the moon membership And the section, the four steps of the ritual will always be the same, but the tasks underneath them will shift and change because they are driven by or informed by the energy that we're working with at that time. So the first step in any full moon ritual that I do is to prepare. And in that preparing, what I am really doing is readying myself for this ritual. I'm making it really conscious. 
I personally prepare by tapping into the energy and creating that document and that podcast style guidance for you. And so I know what energy I'm working with. So part of the preparation is to absolutely read that. And it's often to also do a lot of reflecting because we are in that phase of the moon, that waxing gibbous phase right before that full moon to help us to reflect. So that's the separate second step. It's so important that that is the second step of my full moon ritual to reflect. So it's often reflecting under the themes or the energies that are presented to us because of the planets and the stars and the alignment of that particular full moon. And I'll often there provide you with journal prompts in order to get you thinking along those themes and reflecting along those themes, but also reflecting on those intentions that we set. Then the pinnacle of our full moon ritual will always be the release. So the whole concept of a full moon is to release. It's to get rid of what it is that we are, you know, that is blocking us, that is stopping us from really expanding into everything that we need to expand into in order to align with what it is that we are calling in, in the intentions that we set. Nothing is hidden in the light of a full moon. And so when we can see it, then we can go, ah, okay, here is what I need to release. Here is what I need to cut out of my life. Here is what I need to surrender to something else. So we think of this as like the crescendo of the full moon when we release And it's to release what is no longer serving us, like I said, or blocking us from what it is that we do truly want. And this phase of the ritual is the moment of transformation. This is the moment that the moon gifts us that opportunity to transform and to let go because what we're really doing is making space for the new in our life, which brings us to the last section of a full moon ritual, which is a welcome. So it's a closing of this ceremony by welcoming in the new because of what we have left behind so it could be I might guide you in that section to maybe say the affirmations I provide you out loud or share the incubation out loud and and what we do there is we really like a staking our claim we're really committing to this release so often the act of burning What it is that you're releasing is really a significant part of a full moon ritual because we are really committing to letting go. Very quickly, before we wrap up, I'll give you a quick few do's and don'ts on a full moon. So the things that you should be doing on a full moon, drink lots of water. We are 70% water and the moon is like the governing body of water it affects the tides it's all that magnetic pull so it affects us so we need to be really hydrated i mean we should always be really hydrated right but especially at a full moon so drink lots of water seek healing it's a beautiful time to actually allow someone else to hold you and to remove or shift or change or release energy from your system that may be clogging it great time for energy healing and massage all that kind of stuff Eat really good food. I mean, always eat really good food, but make it really nourishing. 
because you're going to have these emotions rising. So you want to be really stable. I would suggest eating a lot of earthbound food, earthy food to keep you grounded. Obviously, full moon ritual um, that I just outlined and that is outlined for you in every workbook of the moon membership. Um, Be really ready to release energy. Be really ready to surrender. Be really ready to face and to see whatever it is the light is shining upon in your life. It's a great time to charge your crystals. If you work with crystals, I definitely work with crystals. So we'll put them out under a full moon so that the light can really charge them, cleanse them. It's like having a moon bath. Mood bathing is something you can also do. Lie under the energy of that full moon and just lie in the light. Currently where I live, the moon often will be so bright at a full moon and it like literally casts light shadows on my floor and I will just lie in it. Here's what you're not to do at a full moon. Okay, It's not a time to start new things. It's not a time to start new projects. It's not a time to completely emotionally overreact to things knowing that your emotions are really high. It's not a time to expose yourself to other people's negativity so just try and remember to keep yourself away from that you've got enough going on it's definitely not a time to believe everything your emotions are telling you is truth it's not a time to you know make huge life-saving changing decisions or set intentions it's nothing about beginnings it's about releasings so as you work with the full moon Know that it is such a dynamic way to evolve. It's such a dynamic way to keep yourself accountable to your desires or your intentions. Know that there is no right or wrong way to work with a full moon ritual. There's no magic formula. There's no strict things that you must follow, even though I have just given you a few do's and don'ts. Um, But I think it's our tendency to take things too seriously that actually stunts everything and stunts our energetic experience of the moon so rituals should be nourishing and they should provide you a beautiful space for you to be into for you to reflecting and for you to really open up to yourself in and in the spirit of trusting your own intuition and your own energetic needs that's how you should follow your moon ritual um do one part of it do them all whatever it feels good to you at the time but I do encourage you deeply to create a ritual that reflects your own sense of nourishment and holding and peace to whatever you need at that particular moment obviously this is why I create the moon membership to talk you all through that to go deeper into the energies available to you And like I said, to work with nature as opposed to against it. So go head over to the Light Path Collective. You can, there's a free moon resource for you there that you can download that will outline a lot of this there. And then to join the moon membership, it's just $10 a month and you get your first month free. So you will go through a complete lunar cycle just to test it out. It's super cheap because I don't want you to feel like you have to do every part of it or you have to stay on top of it. It's cheap so you can like dip into it and really use it when you need to. I obviously use all the aspects of it every full and new moon. But for you, you know, you might just be like, you know what? I just want to do the meditations or I just want to listen to the guidance to bring some awareness 
Or do you know what? I do want to work with those affirmations or those journal prompts because I know that that's the theme, the energy that's swirling around me and that's enough for me. That in itself is just worth the money to be really quite honest with you. So I hope you have enjoyed diving into some of the depths and the secrets of the full moon with me. Uh, If you have any questions, I would love to hear them over on the Light Path community. Head over there, chuck in any questions, any thoughts, any comments. And I would also love, love to hear your experiences of working with the full moon and the things that you've been able to realize and release about yourself. But for now, as always, sending you so many La Luna and moon blessings as we work with the ebbs and flow of the moon and enjoy the gifts of its light. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Light Path Podcast. I hope that the information shared here has helped illuminate your path. Be sure to check out the show notes for links related to this episode. While you're there, remember to subscribe to the podcast to ensure you never miss an episode. I'm Kirsten Leo, and I can't wait to explore and expand our capacity for abundance, worthiness, and love together in the next episode.